Hey everyone, this is uh, Eric, one of your and co-hosts Mike. of uh, mm-hmm. Mano y Mano, and we got uh, Mike. Yeet. I hate that term. <laughs> I hate other, that term. It's just funny. Our other co-host and mm-hmm. uh, officially our director of marketing. Which would explain why there isn't very much. If you know me as a person, you'll know exactly why. Right. I guess our marketing <laughs> is the po- the podcast. I'm working up to it. Uh, today, <laughs> no political Mark, Episode number 13. Episode, 13. Episode number 13. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yes. it's our 14th one, including the intro our, our intro so yeah we're well we're well underway here hope you guys enjoy i hope everyone enjoys this one really just yeah just a bit of everything yeah, yeah it was we mainly it was uh we we did get in a little bit of the politically correct culture a bit yeah and uh you know yeah. i think we stayed around the pretty easy side of that which Gave was good a, uh, yeah we have an upcoming sponsor yes we didn't get the ad in this time no, but but we uh, want to have a listen. It. It's a, it's a very unique one. Yes, uh, I think we locked this one down as an exclusive. Yes, yeah. No one, and I don't think any other podcast will be getting this one. So have a listen in the uh, in the content here. You'll hear us talk about it. Um, I would be willing to bet everyone will find it fascinating. Yes, it, it's going to be huge, huge. I it's going to be, be huge. huge, as Donald Trump says, huge. huge. It'll be huge. huge. <laughs> um, yeah. So, really, just some, some riffing. We're just chatting, and uh, hope you enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. We did, Mr. Madison. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. 13. Is that because they make 12 and they have one screw up and they eat it? I don't know. I think, so we're recording, so you just asked what's a baker doesn't. Baker's dozen. Baker's dozen, yeah. I think what it is... Is and I think there was a couple things that were around this. Mm-hmm. You would you would go to a baker and he would give you a dozen, but he toss him one for free, oh, and that okay. was the sort of incentive to go to the baker to get your bread mm-hmm. when people baked bread at home a lot. Okay, I could see that. So it's like uh, I'm actually giving you th- you know one extra one for free. A baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. A little, a little, yeah, freebie. I got gotcha. you. I think, I think that's what it is, but you know, who knows? I'm looking at it right now. Wiktionary. 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 It's like it's like oh, yeah. uh, it's like Wikipedia. It's there. It says possibly from the former practice of bakers adding a thirteenth loaf of bread to a batch of twelve loaves in order to avoid punishment. For accidentally selling underweight bread. So I wasn't close. No. <laughs> and I wouldn't have guessed this. Although, to be fair, I would have actually... Two things. First is, you said it so convincingly, of course I'm going to believe you. Well, I actually thought that was the... Re- yeah. Hmm? And second, honestly, I like your explanation better. <laughs> but yeah, like all things, it wasn't done because of winks or to come back, it was really done for some sort of logical reason of not getting nailed. So of course it, it, it has to be something 
<laughs> government related or something, right? In that yeah, case. I, found, I found that too. Bakers who were found to be cheating their customers by overpricing undersized loaves were strict to subject to strict punishment, including fines. Interesting. So they basically took no risk. It was kind. Of, it's kind of like at least we had for postage here. I don't know how you guys do it up there, but we have the postage, which let's say it's you know twenty eight cents a stamp or something, right? And then you can buy forever stamps because when they go up, yeah, you've you kind of paid the higher price initially. Said okay, I'll buy a hundred stamps at thirty cents, and just that way, it covers it. Yeah. But if you don't, you got to add that one cent stamp, which nobody has, right? Oh, so you got to go to the store, and it was just yeah. a pain. So it's this. It's kind of the same theory that you know. Yeah, here's twelve. But we would still want to run the risk of possibly under uh, underselling weight-wise, so we'll just give you one more. So which tells me that they were all probably sold slightly short. <laughs> Twelve of them were, were underweight, and that thirteenth got them over. That's what I think. Thirteenth got yeah. But you know, hey, those of our listeners are going to be riveted for the baker's dozen. But we, what, how do we originally? Uh, we originally said it because this would be episode number thirteen. 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 And we said Baker's Dozen, and that kind of got us to where we tend to end up, which is random nowhere, right? <laughs> and, back, and right back around to the beginning. Yes, exactly. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Oops, got my head, my headphones caught on the, uh, on the uh, chair, my chair. Careful there. Pulled off, almost pulled it, almost pulled me down with it. And then you could talk, so, but you wouldn't hear what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so I would so say, uh, go for it. What's up? A, cu- a couple of people had mentioned, I got mm-hmm. a... A DM in Instagram, and somebody's mm-hmm. like, "Your podcasts are, you guys are getting on the long side." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Hour and a half," because we've been between an hour mm-hmm. and a half, two hours ish, mm-hmm. all in. Right. So I thought, so I thought, and I and I was going to suggest this in the text. I'm like, "Now let's talk about it in the mm-hmm. recording." Sure. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, okay, so we could take it. I already know where I where I land on this one, so I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what you say. I bet I bet we have the well we'll see. We could take it and we could break it up in forty five minutes or th- and say, Okay, we're gonna cut it and then keep mm-hmm. talking but do like two or three episodes for each night and do like episode thirteen dot oh, thirteen dot one, thirteen dot two. But then I thought to myself, Hold on. <laughs> I said myself. <laughs> I said myself. Mm-hmm. Myself. 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 <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's interesting to get the feedback from people. Sure. But then I don't want to change how we're formatting it because mm-hmm. it is what we're doing. It's just Sure. Right? Like I mean, I'm open, but at the same mm-hmm. time it's like that's what we're if somebody's like, nah, I'm I'm not into podcasts that are longer than forty five minutes or half an hour. Sure. Like there's that's lots out there for you. That's not what exactly. we do. That's not what we do. Right. And, you know, maybe one day we do a quick one for one reason or another, but right. that's not, we're just chatting. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, th- I mean, a part of me says, you know, I kind of like that maybe is a good idea, but then a part of me really sits with what you're saying now, which is, you know, we did this originally because we just wanted to chat. And yep. I think when we started, we kind of figured we would probably run about an hour. That's you know, right. we didn't have a set time, but we kind of went, you know, what do you think? Because we're starting at 9 o'clock at night on a Sunday, right? So that puts us at anywhere between 9, 9.30 start. So 10.30, 10.45 out, you know, it's pretty late. So I think that's kind of, I think that kind of naturally keeps us at about an hour and a half 
maybe an hour 45 on a really specific thing. But I, I, I don't think that we're, and we do, we've obviously kind of approached it more since the more and more we've done it, the more we're comfortable. So we start to talk more, right? So I think that's a lot of it. But I think if we kind of shoot for, you know, kind of a, just an hour as a general point, you know, we can sometimes go, we can end earlier, we can end a little bit later, but I think if, I think we may have last couple, we've lost track a bit. But it, and I think that's the beauty. And I think that mm-hmm. that's like, when I think about the idea that we're not, we shouldn't be beholden to a, an audience right. point in regards to that one. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody has a topic or wants us to discuss, you know, like mm-hmm. totally on board with that. Sure. But I think in regards to just where we're chatting to the point of where we're comfortable ending it or where we're right. feeling like we've kind of... Right. It's run its course. It's run its course for the day. If that's mm-hmm. an hour and a half, if that's 45 minutes, like... Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's our thing. So, you know, to those of you who think we may be going a bit long, maybe listen to it in three pieces, four pieces, like... <laughs> I've done that. I do that with the Rogans. I can't sit for four hours, so I... You know, I do it in bits, but not the yeah, way I go I, four and hours. I, and I don't either because, you know, I listen to it when I'm walking the dog, so mm-hmm. it's about 45 minutes now. Mm-hmm. I get in the car for half an hour to work, 45 minutes, right. so I'm listening to something then. Yeah. And I don't always, sometimes I'm, like, ah, I'm done listening, so I fired over to another one or mm-hmm. to um, to music. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, if, if you're finding this one too long, folks, if you're one of those people, press pause, come yeah. back to come back to it. Um, right. We're we're probably just going to continue with yeah. whatever it is. We're going to we're going to uh, we're going to in the podcast term we're going to free ball it. We're going to keep free ball free form free ball <laughs> free, free ball, ball free base <laughs> free ball it free, yeah free base. But, you know there you guess there's probably going to be times that we're going to you know we just we're at 45 and we're like hey cool right I mean that's that I just think the lot obviously the last couple times that we've had things to definitely talk about. So I think that's that's good, and a lot of it's going to depend on what the topic is. You yeah. know, like the movies one. I think the movies one was was fairly long, but I mean there was a lot of things covered in that in that talk. Before that was the the Second Amendment uh, discussion, and before that was Dallas. So I think yeah. that kind of put us in that kind of time frame. So yeah, you know, and each on, one of those topics, mm-hmm. maybe not the Dallas one, yeah. mm-hmm. but for sure last week's and the week before, there is immensely more immense more time that we could get into sure. on those for, for whatever reason like all topics by the way we can preface that and say hey we talk yeah. about something like everything we'll come back to that probably at another time in a different angle because you know totally that's just you know so it was like i was thinking of one of our topics today and that's kind of what i was asking to get back in the the drive so i can kind of go through stuff yeah um was uh what I've just been seeing in the media with, with the whole um, social justice warriors and the, and the, uh, uh, what is it? The, um, oh gosh, I can't blank it on the term now for some reason. Um, PC, PC culture. Um, right. Yeah. You know, which again, that, that is a potential topic that could be a long time, but we could, you know, go for a little bit and, and then I've got, it's like everything, you know, just come back at another time and another angle. Well, and, or there's, and there's, there's, there's the sub pieces of every one of it. Like, sure. Of course. When you talk PC culture, you know, like politically correct in general, yeah, that's kind of what I was to- looking for. Oh yeah, but. totally. And, but they, you know, it's, it's so varied and it's like P 
PC culture for where? For like on campus PC culture, uh, like right. like like there's so many places that work workplace PC workplace, culture, workplace, you know, yeah, all that. Right. And I mean, even just yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> well, what struck me was the was the recent thing I read here in California that you know because of all the pressing things we have in California, we now have to go through and making a lot of term manhole covers differently now. No. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it, it's one of those things where, again, I, I think... But, but, like, Sorry. Like, okay. Yeah. Like what's, manhole. What, yeah, I get it. But I'll like, look it what, up. It was like a, two days covers. ago. The, but, yeah. like, but like what? Like, like it's not a formal term. Um, I think it is for our... I think it is for here. I think that's actually what we call... The great, you know, the entrance to the the. Sure, the, no, no, I'm right. I I understand that it's, mm-hmm. but there's not like it's not like a term that California City to ban gendered gender words as language like become. manhole and manpower. <laughs> like, you can't have a term, but like that term can't mean two things. Like just because you say manpower, which traditionally has really encompassed, like say, an entire workforce, regardless of gender or anything. Um, yeah, but see, that's but, an easy uh, one to change in the sense of yeah. saying like saying workforce instead of manpower. And like, that and that's happened and that's happened over time. I mean that that you're, it's very uncommon. I don't hear manpower anymore at all. I hear workforce, and that's fine. True. That's a, to me a, a very organic change that makes a lot of sense. But you know. I, I'm really not so sure why you care so much about what they call an entrance to a sewer area or whatever. Like that—that that offends me because it says "man" in it. I don't. It sounds a bit. It sounds a bit much. Like let's create a problem when there is none, or let's fix something that doesn't need fixing because it makes us look good. That's what I think. Yeah. But, so, you know. like, this is in Ber- oh, it's Berkeley, of course. <laughs> not a shocker. <laughs> not a shocker. So it says there <laughs> will all. be there will there will be no more chairman, no manpower, no policemen or police women. Okay, so oh, police of, force is fine. Police officer, police is, officer is, is general is, neutral. Fine oh, with me. Don't care. Totally. You know, craftsman. I get it. Um, uh, what is uh? Where, yeah, what were like they chairman? To? I think what are they, we hear a lot now is chairperson. My favorite though is. Uh, municipal code will no longer feature words like manhole and manpower and instead say maintenance hole as if that rolls off the tongue easier. Maintenance hole. Hey, I need you to do me a favor. Go take care of the maintenance hole. <laughs> so you, know, you could say you could say <laughs> the ma- the uh, maintenance man. The main hole? The main hole. <laughs> Where can we go with that? I mean that's just the but you know these are these are the, the things though and it, it it's again it's city specific, clearly, and yes, it's Berkeley, which we know is just weird. It's Berkeley, but it, you know, it's just one of those things where you re- you come across something that you know, and it's not too often that because most time I don't give much credence or care much about it. I'm like, it just doesn't affect me. I don't care. I mean, do whatever you want to do, <laughs> you know. But sometimes you just read something and you go, seriously, it's it's like uh, the one I saw. It was about a month ago. It's one of the funny memes actually, and it was it was uh, somebody. Be- branting about that the people when you're standing at the crosswalk and the and it turns color green yep. to go and it's and it has the person on there which generally it tends to be very generic looking but it was an article of, of there was complaints and the city is looking into changing the lights because the the figures looked 
you know. You know, here's the best. The best part was the person's response. The best part was the person who posted a response, which basically was simple. I like the simple response. And it was part of my language. For fuck's sake, just cross the street. Right. You know? And that's what I think. I like FFFFS. FFS, just cross the street. I mean, seriously. Yeah, so so the way I look at it is this. Mm -hmm. You, You make a great point a moment ago saying... Are we just making up a problem to solve it, or is there actually a problem there? Right. Is there a true problem? Right. So I I had a conversation with somebody just the other day, and we were talking about left culture, and I I said, yeah. And (coughs) And I said- Are you talking like far left or just- Yes. Yeah. Because, again, you and I both are very similar in our terms. The left, you know, liberal- you know what I use, and you and I use it is more of a, yeah, right. It's cla- the class is like classic liberals. Yeah, it's not what we would call leftists. No, so kind of I'm so. going to talk okay. about far left, far left leftists. Sure. So sure. they, so I said to this person who, you know, intelligent, articulate, and I said, you know, the when we talk about this piece, the the one that I, I think is is an interesting one is it, it appears that, okay, so that racism is being termed differently by and she, and, and she says yeah well yeah racism is it's different it means different now i go no to some people it means something different it hasn't taken on a mm-hmm. general like because what she explained was to well, her argument is that it has changed in general and i disagree with that but that's to, to try to tie what you're talking about is mm-hmm. she said Racism is is basically synonymous with oppression. And I went because I said I started it saying what drives me nuts about the left, the mm-hmm. far far left is, mm-hmm. and that's yes the agree. claim yeah. the claim that you can't be racist towards a white person. Oh yeah, that one drives me nuts. And her connection on that was because. And we didn't get deep into this, so mm-hmm. I'm going to sure, speculate. I'm going I'm, I'm to go away from this person's. Um, opinion on it to what what I've been hearing is, you know, she says you you can't be racist towards a white person because racism is oppression and white people aren't oppressed. Okay, I sure. I understand the the lines that are being drawn there. The mm-hmm. problem is, it's redefining the word racism. So mm-hmm. I guess I guess what also happens there, and this is where the whole man thing is, is if if you make the argument that using the term chairman still is mm-hmm. oppressive because it's sort of the connotation is that a woman can't do the job because it's chairman. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with that, but I, but I get it again, big difference between understanding something and agreeing with it. Right. Sure. And the, yet the man, the manhole thing, I'm like, that's like, why do we re- need to rename that shit? Like if you have a woman doing a job that is in a hydroelectrical position or in the city works mm-hmm. or whatever, it's unlikely to me that her getting the job or anything was oppressed by the fact that the the maintenance cover <laughs> is mm-hmm. called a manhole. Like like those two are not connected. I right. I can see that someone old school might and we talked about this before, might sit down in a room and going you know, this is a chairman role, not a chairwoman role. Like, sure. I, I think that's pretty much not happening anymore. But I get, right. like, I can see where the terminology can connect for some people. Sure. You know, it, but it was so funny because the then I realized afterwards I didn't I didn't for this little talk we had. 
what I didn't realize to bring up was, is this is the that you can't be racist towards a white person mm-hmm. because, right. because racism means right. oppression, and a white person can't be oppressed, and a white and white people sure. are not oppressed, right? Sure, which for the most part is true in North America. They aren't, yeah. Uh, but the, here's where the caveat depends is. on where you come into where what is oppression, but okay, uh, exactly. Yeah. And here's right. where the far left hangs their hat on. Mm-hmm. They they're they're one hundred percent correct in their context because their contact mm-hmm. is systematic and mm-hmm. not the individual. Sure, they don't individualize anymore, right? They're all about right. group identity and group politics. Mm-hmm. And as a group, you would be insane to say that white people in North America are oppressed. Individuals can be, and sure. are. All the time, and are there's racism towards them, but that's mm-hmm. that's where I think the craziness and sort of the left is is that the individual sort of point disappears too much. Does you that know, make sense? And a, yeah, and a part of it is well, you can say now that almost rings true everywhere, like with all the the races for the most part. I mean, you're going to sit there and tell me, like as just as an example, right? What you said is that. You know, white people as systemically. This is systemically driven. This isn't talking about just one individual person, right? That that because the patriarchy, right, or the you know the systemic yep. inherent racism. But the reality of it is, though, is is you can point to almost everything now and say, well, where where's the system holding down this African American group? How specifically, right? Because if you're going to go after a system, you have to be able to point to something and go. That right there, because of this, this, and this, is this. And in the reality, most of the time, it's like the term ghost hunting, right? You can say it all you want. And if it makes you feel better, because that's why you're being said that. Now, I'm not saying that there, obviously, there's been racism in America for a long time. Yep. But it would be very hard-pressed for me to sit there and in an argument or a discussion with anybody, take anybody seriously who would tell me that America now is either equal or more racist than it was 40, 50, 60 years ago. Oh, and it's Let alone 100 it's, years ago. Yeah, it's, it's, cer- <laughs> so. it's, cer- it's certainly not, but there certainly is some sure. significant areas of right. systemic racism. I mean, you know, the, the judicial system continues to be mm-hmm. unbelievably unequ- unequitable, um, you know, but the strides... Right. That yeah. Right. And again, again, like every, and you like, you just, you're going to say there, the strides are there. It's because there is, it's like my favorite thing with Ricky Gervais. I love him anyways, Ricky Gervais, but, but my one of my favorite things is what he said about, you know, about, it was something about, it was about bullfighting, right? He was talking about bullfighting. It's bullfighting's terrible, blah, blah, because he's a, he's a huge animal activist, right? That's right. And it, this, this rings true. This my sort of makes sense. It does ring true to what we're saying, but he says, um, you know, people say, well, you know, bullfighting, I mean, it's, it's, um, uh, you know, not inherent, but uh, uh, it's, what is it, uh, traditional, tradition, right? He goes, yep. yeah, but slavery was tradition too, and we realized it was wrong and we stopped it. So why do we continue to hang our hat on, well, it's a traditional thing, you know, it's, we did this, it's just, that's what kind of the thing, it's like the same theory, what I'm extrapolating to is kind of in general now, it's like, I think for the most part, it's very, you'd be very hard-pressed to find anybody of any significance or any substance of intelligence that would say that that people aren't always trying to the best that they can to make things better. I mean, if you're able to 
point to somebody and say, this right here is creating this. Most everybody's on board with how do we how do we rectify that, right? The problem is you get in a lot of these arguments is it's all generic. And you're sitting here going, look, you know, it's a historic. It's like you're talking about the, the judicial system, you know, that, yeah, they did a study because they were talking about, okay, let's do a study and see, you know, about whites and black interaction because they were, this was specifically like, the Ferguson situation where they were talking about police shootings and deaths and of those kind of things. Yeah, that time frame, what was real flashpoint here? Yeah. yeah, and it always should be. I mean, look, I mean, we're we're in a cell phone age here, so if something's wrong and you capture it, yeah, people should see it. Problem is, you don't know context for a lot of things you're seeing, you know, because you're getting a 20 second clip, but you don't know what preceded the 20 second clip for a minute. You have no idea what's going on, you know. So it, it was, it's the situation about, actually I lost my train of thought, that's, I hate about that, but I, it was, <laughs> I know, oh no, it was, it was, they, they, they did a study in New Jersey, because it was originally saying that, you know, because it was this flashpoint about how African Americans are dying of police at a higher death rate, and the reality is that's not what's been happening. Like they've run the numbers, and again, numbers are old because they don't have current year numbers, they're like two, three years old all the time to the Department of Justice, but they were going through, because, and I highly doubt like the last numbers were 2016 or something, that in the three years that we've gotten worse, it's usually the other way around, you know, most of the time because we do evolve. But it showed that on a historical, on the numbers basis, you are more apt to die at the hands of a police officer as a white male. And they were even percentage-wise that the percentage in now... You know, obviously, white no, males no, encompass are we seventy percent of the population. So there's there's obviously going to be more white deaths. I mean, New that's Jersey. just historically. Is that New and this is New Jersey. Yeah, they they did a study. They wanted to understand. They they initiated the study because there was a complaint of basically somebody was claiming. You know, I got pulled over driving while being black. Right. So somebody there were complaints. So they said, okay, let's do a study of how many people we pull over, and then the interactions with these people. Right. So the first, first the study, the most interesting part of the study is it showed that actually violent interactions or potential escalated situations happen less often with people of color than it did, say, with whites against cops. Now, that being said, 70% white population, you're going to have more white people pulled over and a bigger sample size, clearly, right? So there's, on a number speaking, there's going to be more. What was interesting was the percentage was that there wasn't really a significant difference between the percentage of people that were pulled over, white or black, that were involved in an officer-involved shooting. The percentages were either right, similar, or whites were a little higher, actually, to be in an altercation. Now, what was... So, the numbers don't bear out the, 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 the numbers at the time of saying... You know, there was the hands up, don't shoot, you know, instant kids are getting gunned down in the street. And the numbers weren't showing that. I mean, you may show it on a one-by-one -one basis, but you could do that with the cell phone videos of white, Asian, etc. It wasn't, you know, necessarily could be seen as a black-specific thing. But what was interesting, though, which does lend credence, though, to the systemic part you were talking about was, although the violent interactions were, were less with African Americans, they were pulled over more, though. They were pulled over more. So there's where you focus. You know, the problem isn't the fact that, that you know, the, the idea that, say, you know, African-Americans were being gunned down in the street. That wasn't, that that's not statistically the case. I'm not saying it doesn't happen on and off basis. 
but on a historical level, at least on a tracking level with the Department of St the Statistics, you're you're not dying at the hands of police officers at a greater rate because you're black. However, you were pulled over more in New Jersey. So that's part where you focus on. You go, okay, well, here's a fact. The fact is, is why is this happening, right? Why is an African-American on the same stretch of road for X amount of time pulled over four times greater than, say, whatever other race they pulled over. So it was interesting, the stats. The stats don't necessarily ring true to the death part, but they do ring true to, like you said, some inequity on other parts. And so that's where I think you need to look and go, hey, this is where we, this is what we need to figure out. Why is this happening? And who knows why that's happening? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to table that one and, sure. and look it up because I, uh, yeah. I don't know enough about now, the thing about statistics, and this is from this is from the Department of Justice, and this is all the you know reportings of all the all the you know different law enforcements in the country. Now, again, these are reportings. Yes, there's there's probably going to be some inaccurate piece of information, but you're talking about a large sample size, though. So, but this is but the numbers are always like three years old. You know, you never hear like you know. Well, oh no, the, I understand that. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, like, so it's a little when you're because obviously the. The general claim that we know in the U.S. Mm -hmm. is that there's an inequity in minorities mm -hmm. um, facing whatever problems they do with police over, sure. over, over non-minority uh, right. Caucasians. Yeah. So your what what you're stating is contrary to that, and and I, and I don't. Well, it, it's contrary, but it's not. I mean, it, it no, doesn't. No, no. no, no. Yeah. What, I'm say, what I'm saying is right. What you're saying is is that there's a study. That has, well, yeah, there's that one has, study clearly, but there's right. probably more than uh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. sure. Like, but I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know anything about that one to, to make any commentary on it. I mean, it's it sounds like it is counter to the general line that's out there. So, I I would I would wonder why generally across the U.S. we have a particular line that's being mm -hmm. discussed, and then one that's you know, that that kind of states otherwise. So I, like I said, sure. don't don't know. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. No. Again, it it and it, it is it is what I the reason I brought it up it was because of the like the you were talking about the judicial inequality. Yeah. And so I was well, bringing it up saying you know yeah, yeah there and, is and a the factual but, but the judicial right. inequality is well is, you're talking I know you're talking about prison sentences and you're talking about uh, overall and, and, convictions and, 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 and that yes. one's and that one's super clear <laughs> when you right. have correct when you have. Study after study, mm -hmm. feels sure, very clearly sure. for the exact same um, charges or things that are right. brought. Um, right. Minorities yeah. are sure. seeing either greater sentencing, convictions sentencing, or longer sentencing con discrepancies. I've heard about conviction that, yes. rates and sure. sentencing and rates sentencing that are just not even yeah. congruent. Close. Yeah, they're not right. even close. So right. It's, no, but I, yeah, and I, but I think I think because this all came from the political. The, the PC culture we're discussing, yeah. which again, the, these are all very valid pieces of information. And my, my thing, a lot of it comes out with, you know, a part of me kind of like, I always get torn because, you know, when we grew up in our age group, you know, there's always that you got to be tough, right? Men in general, sure. right? Yeah. So I'm always torn in certain areas because I do think as generations have gone, you know, go on. And as we age too, I think we, you know, 
open up ourselves more. And, and I think men now specifically are not nearly as closed off emotionally as, say, 50 to 80 years ago. Definitely not. Totally but not. I do think a part of it comes from me saying, are you that emotionally fragile? Are you that emotionally fragile that the word manhole cover just oh, totally. kills you? I, right? I, agree, I agree. Sometimes you just go. And, and again, most things I'm like, hey, look, it's a minor change. I don't give two craps about. It doesn't hurt me. And in this case, it still doesn't hurt me. Whatever. But it, it, it does come along the lines of, of the whole like thing of like, just cross the street. I mean, for God's sakes, <laughs> you know, we're talking about a street light. We're not we're not talking about, you know gender neutral neutral bathrooms and that whole stuff that goes on so and you know again i i i'm like just make it easy just make a freaking unisex one if you can't now granted that puts costs on places and i understand that but i'm like a lot of places have always had unisex ones you know I, just the, get the, the two couple I, middle ones that you just pick and one I and get go that, and that some yeah. people will say the same thing to that comment they'll say okay so then if if it doesn't matter then let's change it out for manpower because or a manhole mm -hmm. because right if you if you don't care, or like in the in the greater context, it's not relevant. Like meaning, it doesn't hurt anybody to do it. A lot of it tells me, unfortunately, is just kind of where we are. If that's a pressing importance, I mean, I'm totally on board with the whole manpower to like workforce, police, you know, man to police officer, or just sure. cop in general. I mean, I have no problem with that. I mean, that stuff that stuff doesn't bother me at all. It just gets to the point sometimes where you're like. If this is where you are, and you, this is where you feel you have to focus your energy, God help us. Is it a wonder we see some really weird stuff? <laughs> you know? But you search the internet long enough, it gets weird. So Yeah, and you know, boundaries have to be tested. Well, I see, it's, you know, see. It is yeah. important to test boundaries. I mean, you well, want no, to, Oh, sure, of course. You of know, course. You, you, you do want to go at some point. Like, the pendulum swings you know in, in in every case right like it's it, it swings well, too far one way and sure it's going to come back to me it's about what are you it's like you see on facebook and i saw one the other day and it's again i'm not i'm not i never dispute the validity of what you're going with it's it's you see an article and it, it's african-american i know that posts the article and of course i'm an african-american so you know i probably can't have an opinion about it but the reality of it is though is you're going to post an article about some racist new jersey police officer who used slurs in an email you know and again that's nasty i don't like it you know i don't care if you're 50 or 60 you still shouldn't do that but you sent the article from some podunk blog article i mean it's it's not even like a wall street journal or even a cnn who i don't like but at least from those you're not even it's, it's some little township up in new jersey of like six thousand people i mean you're talking about a stupid small town situation but you're going to slap it all over facebook with basically the idea that this is proving out that through the entire country and everywhere we are that this is the problem well yeah it's probably a singular problem in a certain area with a certain guy and a certain thing but you're going to like send this article it's, it's from just some small whatever website of nothing and it's like why are you slapping this out it's it's not that it's not nasty i totally agree that it's nasty but why are you throwing it out there to try to prove that in literally some tiny 6,000 person town in New Jersey in the middle of nowhere that a guy's a racist? And, you know, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make it invalid. It just makes, why is, why is this shocking? It's gross. And yeah, the article, I read the article and at least, you know, the guy's under leave or whatever. Fantastic. He should be. 
but you're still distributing an article, throwing it on Facebook, like, and it kind of feels like you know, oh, you're here, here you go, white people. Here's the proof. Proof of what? Your proof of yeah, I could go to some small town and have a black cop not like me because I'm white. It's not that impossible. <laughs> you, no, you, know? can't, you can't be you racist know? to white people. I forgot about that. That's not, that. That is one of the perks of us being white. Yeah, and it, and, it, and that's yeah, you know, that stuff I've never. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, like I said, I, I don't just disparage people's personal feelings because everybody has their own interactions and, and their own life experiences to feel the way they do. I, will say, I, I, just, I, I yeah. do say this to that comment. So you know, I've had this conversation with a couple of people around here. So the, the two, if, if I'm not correct, for sure, the largest group for minority in Vancouver mm-hmm. um, is, is Asian, uh, Chinese okay, Asian. Yeah. Sure. Very large in Vancouver. Right, we we have a, a long history, and the next I believe is Indo Canadian. So, mm-hmm. what is Indo Canadian? Uh, like Indian from Indian, from, okay, from, from India, right? Got, got okay, got it. Yeah, All right, so Indo Canadian, right? So Middle Eastern, no, India, not oh India, India, got it. Yeah, Sorry, Indo, okay, yeah, Indo Canadian, got it. Okay, um, right, Indian, Indian. Whereas our Indians would be Native American. No, that's Native Ours American. Well. They were called Indians here as well. So that's why we get a little confused when somebody says they're Indian, which obviously we can look at them usually and go, I know which one you're talking well, about. It is funny, though, because like when you yeah. see the confusion, and I love somebody who is from India says, I'm Indian. It's like, well, duh. It's like, <laughs> anyway. What's really funny is I haven't actually referred to a native, literally a, a, a person from India, literally. I, I actually haven't referred, sorry, I haven't referred to a person from America being a Native American, I haven't actually physically probably called them an Indian in like twenty years. Yeah, right. It's, exactly. I usually just default term, to it's pretty easy. It's Native American yeah, for us. I mean, discreet. it, it, but it anyway, is. It has. Anyway, so now yeah. when I hear Indian, now I know it's real India. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, it's, so, yeah. so okay. So, but what I was going to say was, is this? Yeah, I obviously have a number of friends mm-hmm. because you know the the population is quite large here. Um, sure. Of of people who are on on not, are non whites and the number of and. We have this discussion, and I say this. I do at least recognize this point. Mm-hmm. As a 42-year-old white male, I have, I don't, you know, we talked about white privilege, I think, before. Mm-hmm. This might sure. be me repeating a point. I'm, I can't mm-hmm. remember if we discussed no. this one or not, but it's, I understand at least this about the, um, the term white privilege, and that mm-hmm. is, I know for almost 100% of my life, my whiteness has not been something that, it's shielded me from any sort of difficulties because of my race. I'm not saying it's necessarily afforded me advantages, possibly it has, but at least it's not caused me anything negative. So for example, there is studies out there. I know there was one in the book Freakonomics, and this goes in apparently. And, and I read something as a follow up to this this one, but uh, I guess in California they did a they did a whole bunch of experiments, mm-hmm. including sending out identical resumes mm-hmm. with very Caucasian white, you know, you right. know Anglo names like yeah, Jim like and Thomas or John whatever. Smith or you know exactly. whatever. Right? And they sent right, them out right. and they sent out exact copies. Right, to just the with exact same names. ones, but with right. very black 
names, right. you know, different ethnic names and Deshante, and email yeah, but, right, but very exactly. specifically, right. You know, black type culture names. Sure. Sure. And they got back. I can't remember the rate, but it was significantly less callbacks or mm-hmm. requests for interviews or whatever, even though the resumes were identical. And, right. and, you know, I know that that occurs or, and maybe not so much now, but has certainly occurred in, um, in Vancouver. If you have a, a name mm-hmm. that is clearly Asian or clearly in, you know, like Indo-Canadian. Right. Punjabi, et cetera. Yeah. What, you know, of, right? As well as African-American or, or whatever. Yeah, right? I hear, yeah. I mean, African-Canadian, Af- sorry. Yeah, I mean, our, <laughs> our community here is tiny. So. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It's just, it, it, it's a tiny minority. So yeah, but, yeah. I realize that me showing to an interview, all these things, I don't get the, oh, good, a white person walking in. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't right. see, it's not, it's not obvious to me that, but, you know, like I have friends that have like, I've gotten pulled over by the police and it is different. Like I've, I have a, I have a buddy mm-hmm. I've known for years and he's like, when I've gotten pulled over by the police on my own mm-hmm. and I've got pulled over the police with a white friend in the car. And he goes, mm-hmm. and it is different. Yeah. And yeah. To be fair, I don't have, we, you and I obviously don't have experience of that. So we can't, I'm, I'm not the, obviously going to turn around point. and say that that's not a valid point because, of course, I've never been through it. But and, a actually, part of that, goes, and actually, that, and that's my right, point. Right. We wouldn't experience it because we're not in those individual circumstances when it's that one on one piece. When we're there, mm-hmm. it doesn't occur. My my question would always be just not trying to be the cynical one about it is that you can tell me that there's a difference, but how much of a difference really was there? Were you just feeling there was a difference and there and, really and, and possibly wasn't? It's, and again, again, that but, is but absolutely. I'm going to preface this and say I am absolutely no way him denigrating what he went through because yeah. he's probably right, and I but, don't but know. It doesn't, so. But that's the point is. Right. It doesn't have to be crazy, overt. No, like, of course not. Fact, like it's not—it's not all going to be in the 1950s actually, it's, movies. It's laughable racism. Super, it's not going to be. It's actually the really subtle ones that can be the right. worst. Sure. Well, it's like it's—it's it's like what you would expect with uh, sexism. You know totally. that it's not—it's not necessarily 1950s anymore. That people are literally going, "What is she doing? She needs to be in the hell making babies." People aren't saying that anymore. But that doesn't no. mean that some one-off comment of some you know snide whatever doesn't necessarily happen in the right circumstances. Certainly does, right? So right, absolutely. And I don't—I believe it because you know there's just jerks out there. I mean, period. <laughs> no matter well, where like, you are. Well, it's so. like I went and re-signed up for my gym membership. Mm-hmm. And I was looking just on the board that had classes. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, yoga Pilates. Actually, like, that would be a, because that stuff's amazing. And she looks, she goes, oh, no, that's in the, the ladies only side. And I said, hmm. okay. And she okay. goes, really sorry. I go, why are you apologizing? Like, mm-hmm. it would be right. nice if I could take the class. It would be yeah, nice. But if I'm not angry little, about it. But yeah. I'm not angry that there is a women's only sure. gym, part of the gym because right. I know. Mm-hmm. Guys can be fucking douchebags when it comes yeah. to like it's it is sad that a woman comes into the gym mm-hmm. could be in phenomenal shape, be wearing something that's you know the typical totally normal for the gym for the not, gym you know, which yeah. could be something like you know a um, a shirt that has or a top that has very little to it, very tight pants because quite frankly it's not restrictive it's comfortable sure. it's for absolutely. The gym. 
Yeah, yoga yoga pants is a great example just because they're stretchy and all that. I get what you're talking about. Absolutely. And the problem is it looks wonderful to us guys. Sure. Yeah. We love it. But there's some guys that just don't realize that if they gawk or stare because they, oh, you know, she's wearing it. It's like, dude, that's why they have a women's only area. It's not discrimination because exactly. you're an yeah. asshole. It's cause, oh, absolutely. It's because you can't control... Yeah, you can't control like your eyes and your urges or or at that minimum, you can't even at least not make a comment. I mean... Or even just the way you might look or sort of... Sure. And stuff. And it's like, they're like, "Ah, you know what? It's just a look. I'm like, I'm sorry. That is uncomfortable to someone when it's it's in that manner. Like... And sure. that's and that's Absolutely. not being that's not being sensitive. It's just like, dude, that's like, a fact. Just, like, just leave someone alone. Let them work yeah. out. I have zero issue with women's groups like that, especially like when you, especially when it's athletic groups like that, right? It's a Pilates sure. group, or maybe it's an outdoor at the park, you know, uh, yoga totally. or whatever it may be. Well, first of all, I never look at it. It's like it was like you. I wouldn't have. I would have thought it was interesting and they said it's women's only i wouldn't have been offended by it right oh, I, I totally understand right i totally I understand why they i was only disappointed yes. that i didn't have the chance and not disappointed well, exactly because of, like any reason other than you wanted to do the class but that uh, or you were interested in the class I was interested but in the you class. weren't mad but you understood why totally that class would exist and you're not creating a stink which some people would because of the whole like, oh, you only want it both ways. Well, here we go. No, that's not the same way. No. It's really not the same way. No, especially still, not in that circumstance. Yeah, yeah. It's you know? uh, it was it was, yeah. it was it was funny. Women absolutely should have every right to 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 go to the gym or anything and feel comfortable. Anybody, anybody, anywhere should have that right. Period. Right. So yeah, because we just don't get Google guys at the gym. You, you mean, no matter how good a shape that guy's in. You know, most women aren't googling, googling the guy at the gym and 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 maybe making him feel uncomfortable. The, and guys, the, I also think don't necessarily get as sensitive because we don't have to really worry about that. And that's completely that, fair that they like, are. Guys so. are different too. Absolutely, guys. When you know, it's still a lot of women. There's a lot of women. If you looked at them, they're like, yeah, they they like mm-hmm. the attention. Sure, but yeah, but mm-hmm. some do, some I don't. But the, doesn't I matter, think, you know. Yeah. That, right, but I think for the most part. And again, kind of a right. general brush. Sure, most guys, and it's probably to, a fair, a fair comment too. So, yeah. if most guys were getting that attention from a woman, they'd be okay with it. Uh, yeah, I would it's, agree. We're just, we're I like, think, we're, I think we'd. Like I know offense. We'd probably find it flattering. We wouldn't take it the wrong way. It would be, you know, we we take it as a compliment. Because we're all ego. We're all we ego, and we love. Well, hey, there's and look. Here's how I look at it. I look at it. There's a difference. Look, look, guys in our society, in general, in general. Yes, they, they're, a lot of them were put on the pedestal with the looks, etc. Sure, I understand that on certain guys. I get it, but it's not to the rampant way it is with women. No, so, no, no, no. and that, and that's not, and that's not just with guys. I mean, women put other women on these women on pedestals. This is not just men, but I'm just saying it's like. So you're right in your comment to say we probably take it more as complimentary, and we're like okay with it because we love honestly ego. we love our our ego. Well, we love our ego, and we also don't obtain it that often. As much or potentially as uncomfortable as they get. So totally. there's a complete difference with it. So you most guys would not think anything of it and would probably feel good about it, move on. And that doesn't anyway say that a woman should and do go that. Go brag about it to their buddies. Right. You know, we're kinda yeah, we're kinda ego that way. Like I like you I could I certainly wouldn't be offended by it. But again, you know, I do like the videos they make, the ones where they you know, it's obviously comedians do it and stuff where they go, if guys, you know, if guys had to deal with the, what girls at the gym and they roll reverse, 
it's really funny. It's funny and it's true because when you think of how funny it is, you go, yeah, it is kind of like that for them, absolutely, for women, right? Because you're doing the role reversal and it's like gross. <laughs> hey, yep. yeah, it, but it's it's totally warranted. It's funny, so yeah. So, so hey, so you got into our account, obviously. I did. Yeah. Were you, were you looking at topics or what was your? Yeah, I was looking at topics where I kind of saw the the um, political correctness, which again is such a broad potential area. So I didn't think we would go all over it just to sort of talk about it. Yeah, I was looking at topics. Um, I originally had it and it was loaded, but I, I did some clearing out of cookies on my computer. And for some reason, then I just, I lost it all. So I, I mean, I had to re-log in, but it'd been a while since I logged in because the thing had changed. So that's why I had to get it. So now it's saved and it's all up on my phone and on, the, on my computer and all that stuff. So yeah, I was I was kind of looking at seeing what because I'm still I still revert back to that list that we originally made because we've been yep. you know working on I mean a lot of it we've done I mean we've done many shows without that list at all so far yeah so. No, it's funny because I haven't looked at the list for some time mm -hmm. that's why I was kind of curious and, and I don't know do we really even introduce so people know we compile before we started mm -hmm. this we compiled a list of topics that we so that we had some idea. What we wanted to talk about, and it feels yeah, just, like just just kind of ideas, kind of, yeah. a, kind of almost haven't even really. We talked about a few things deliberately, but oh, right. I, mm -hmm. So I don't have it, but uh, and and I wish I should have texted Christy. Mm -hmm. I should text her now. Um, I'll have to do. We'll have to do it next time. Mm -hmm. He'll be dis so. We should tell people. So we do have our. Oh first, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was wondering about that. We I have our first advertiser. Oh yes. Right. Our first advertiser, and uh, <laughs> it's so awesome. So, it's not a real advertiser, folks. So you're not going to be inundated with a with a real ad that you're going to skip through. You're going to want to listen. Not to a it. true advert, but it is. You know, it is though. <clears throat> I will say this at the same time. The I'm person who has this. the business believes it is a true advertisement hey he's gonna be we're listening. here to make we're and, here to make dreams happen and he's gonna be listening for it no good so folks you're gonna when so people when you hear the ad when it comes it won't be in this one but it'll be in the next one um so griffin this is a serious serious he's serious uh, account for us okay it's a very serious account uh so you should see he's got a book like like a notebook and they started yeah. writing ideas. So what it was is so Griffin. <laughs> yeah, you didn't tell me how this came about. Yeah, that's, why that's so curious. awesome. So Griffin has. And Griffin so is have, who? Well, everybody knows Griffin's my boy. Well, I'm just making sure. Yeah, fair, no, you're right. There was probably there might be some people who don't know. It, so it had been a couple episodes since we said his name. That's why I was just yeah. re refreshing. So, so Griffin. So Griffin is my my six year old boy, mm -hmm. who gets into all kinds of things. But what he's what he did the other day, and he's. It's part of our sort of like trying to keep, get the house sort of up and ready for the possibility of selling it is mm -hmm. um, we'll find, ah, we don't need this. So we'll put it on Craigslist or Facebook market or whatever. Sure. That thing is sure. Called. Absolutely. So he's caught on this and thought it's kind of fun. He sees us doing it once and now mm -hmm. again. Got it. So he, he, he grabbed, we have like a pole wagon. Uh -huh. And he grabbed it and he started walking around the house. I'm going to sell this. I'm going to sell this. I'm going to sell this. So now he's got this idea that he's he has a business and he's going to sell stuff. And he's giving <laughs> everybody jobs and all this. And I said, mm -hmm. uh, I said, so how are you going to advertise for people to know about uh, your business? Your business, yeah. I'm going to put flyers up. And I said, uh, mm. 
Let's see, I'm going to put something on the radio. Yeah? Yeah, so everybody can hear it in their cars mm-hmm. and stuff. And I go, well, we can't. Get, I don't think we can get you on the radio there, pal, but uh, I can get you on a podcast because he knows, he knows I listen to podcasts because mm-hmm. whenever I go to walk the dog, I mm-hmm. sit there in the entrance figuring out which one I'm going to He goes, Dad, sure. do you right. be picking a podcast? Yeah, but I'm picking a podcast. <laughs> Somebody's so, a podcast whore. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally, Good. right? So he knows about them. He's like, and I told him, buddy, podcasting is the new radio. Oh, people yeah. listen to their cars and every. Oh, mm-hmm. really? What do they listen to yours, Dad? I go, I don't know. There's five people that are listening, or I don't know. There's more than that. Yeah. The number of people that are listening are listening in their car, or they're listening when they're at the yeah. gym or, or right. walking or right, in yeah. their office. Oh, what? Can I put an ad on your podcast? I said, 100%, buddy. You can totally put it. You need to write it up. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a buddy that comes over and does stuff with him named Reese. And mm-hmm. um, are they mom. are they in business together? So okay, so so with his autism, what it is mm. is there's these behavior. We have a few people that are called uh, behavioral interventionists. So they come and basically do do stuff to to help him work on his ability to to interact with neurotypical people. So Reese is how old is Reese? Twenty. Early 20s oh wait, guy. wait a minute. Okay, so back up for a second. Yeah, you've never told me that Griff is autistic. Or yeah, so he's yeah, on the yeah. autistic spectrum. Yeah, he's on the spectrum. So he was okay. He was, he was diagnosed. Uh, awesome. Uh, Don't I love it? I just, I just, I just yeah. can't believe I. Hey, guess what, fans? That's I, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. That's <laughs> yeah, it was his diagnosis was just before he okay. was four. Okay, great. Oh, awesome. So, I'm just like I'm like. Well, hold up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I know. So yeah, so he um, so okay. he has a, he Reese. Has, um, Reese is a is a is a is a um, uh, not facilitator, but a, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the, right. So, exactly. So he comes over twice a week, and his he's been incredible with Griffin. He's mm-hmm. just amazing. So anyway, um, so I said, you know, do, who do you want to help you write up your ad? Because you know, Griffin's mm-hmm. only six; he doesn't write yet, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, he writes some letters and stuff, but right, right. So he's he's like, not writing a paragraph. Hell, barely I can write, and I'm 44. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's not writing know. a fucking. No. A, he's probably better his, than me already. So yeah, he's, he's good, right? So he, <laughs> yeah. um, so he, he's, he's either gonna have Christy or Reese help him write it, right? And, but sure. he's got this book with all this stuff that he has to do and all the whatnot. Uh-huh. It's pretty. It's right. pretty funny. Um, so. But he's so he's so so focused. So we will have an ad, and we'll stop him. We'll I'll have it written out, and I will read it, or you will, or whatever we'll mm-hmm. do. We'll read it uh, just like an ad in the regular in you know in podcasts that people do. But it just it'll be fun for Griffin, and then we'll be able to play it back for him. I so. would like to offer this too that if he gets into. Uh, with his business and, and uh, these ad writings, uh, you know, once he feels comfortable, uh, we would be happy to one time let him do his own ad. Oh, I already told him. I said, I told there you, you go. I, I yeah, t- totally. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, he's so he's like, uh, not yet. Well, of course not. No, but he, I just wanted you to know on my end, go for it. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah, man. That's great. I remember when you texted me about it. I went that. What was my response? If you think I'm going to allow that to happen, then you are absolutely right. <laughs> it's like, yes. That's awesome. That's like the greatest thing I'd heard in a while. Yeah, he's, so he's, it's good. It's gonna, it'll be fun when we, when I'm able to play it back for him, but. Oh, sure. 
Right, so, you know, this and just remember, if eventually, and granted, the first time he'll hear his ad on the air, that's going to be memorable. Yep. And if he does decide, and again, he doesn't have to, if he does decide eventually to read his own, we'll have record of that too. Yeah, so, and, and we could yeah. always um, record it separately and then splice it in, right? Like, however, Sure, absolutely. Cause, cause oh, no, and I think that all, would be great. Well, obviously, he's asleep at 7 o'clock, so. Well, sure, no. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're the expert of the splicing, and I'm all for it. <laughs> so it'll it'll uh it'll, it'll whatever it is that we both or yeah so anyway it's Great. that was that was the story on that oh and by the way the name of this business because uh, what did, is it we said you need to think of a name okay sure so we thought about it for a while now again so he's selling whatever right like he's literally gonna find stuff in the house or whatever he's gonna do and he's got all these plans uh-huh. um so the name of his business is called sellers just sellers? Just sellers. It's brilliant. Six, six it's better than most business names I hear now. Six-year-olds six, six are so much fun. Sellers. Sell, just sellers. When you say that, too, there's a, a trailer I saw for a movie that's due out. I don't. It's it's probably in a couple months. It's a movie with Shia LaBeouf in it, and there's a couple people in it. And he, the main character, actually, in this movie is a uh, Down Syndrome boy. An actual, obviously, clearly an actual Down syndrome boy who plays the character, and it's a it, he basically escapes the institution he was in, and he goes on this cross country bit, and he hooks up with Shia LaBeouf, plays this not transient guy, but kind of go, I'll get you to work. He basically the 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 kid wants to be, and kid when I say kid, I don't know, he's probably eighteen to twenty, maybe around that age, maybe he's fifteen, sixteen. You know, he's not like a little little kid, right? But the premise is. He wants to go down to this wrestling school. Thomas Hayden Church actually plays the wrestler, which is great. But anyway, so he wants to be a wrestler. So he leaves the institution, and the movie is him making his way down south. With he meets up with Shia LaBeouf. It's kind of like becomes like a buddy movie, kind of you know, kind of one of those type movies. But I'm watching it, going, this thing is brilliant. First of all, with but it, when you say the name, the reason I thought this is the name because the name of the movie I think is called Peanut Butter Eagle. Or something. Peanut it's really eagle? weird, right? It's really weird, right? It's peanut butter eagle, right? I'm like peanut butter eagle, and in the movie, at the end of the trailer, you know, he's out in a you know, campfire, and he's like, "You're gonna be a wrestler." And he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "You need to think of a name." And he had peanut butter spread on his face. He's all peanut butter eagle, right, <laughs> or something. So I love the fact that it's a random name like that. Yeah, it's a really something. I think it's that, but it. But when you said the name of the business, that's where it took me because I was like, "Oh, that's awesome," right? <laughs> just because you know, sellers. You know, I'm like, that's great. But I got thinking of this movie because I just saw it the other day. It was you like. You just kept it simple. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, at first, it's like one of those things, the peanut right? peanut butter falcon. That's what it is. Peanut butter falcon. There we go. I knew it was a bird. But, oh, yeah. When you get a shot, when you have a chance, check it out. It looks, even I showed Susan, she goes, that looks awesome. Like, it looks like one of those movies that's going to be definitely a feels movie. Uh, and it's right? got her. Yeah, it's going to be a feels movie. Oh, feels, gotcha. Feels in, in a good way. It's but it looks like it's going to be an uplifting feels kind of movie and and heartfelt kind of movie when you watch it. And it was like, oh man, that looks awesome because there's quite a few people in it. You know, yeah, you Dakota have Dakota Johnson, Thomas, yeah, Sh- Sh- Thomas Shia LaBeouf's in it, and who's actually not even listed on the movie title. You know, when they have the names, it's actually John Berenthal is in it too. Yeah, I see that. And he, you know, and it's only funny because you saw, I saw like the flash of his face in the trailer and I'm like, he's probably one of, especially now one of the more well-known actors. So I'm like, I'm finding it interesting that he's not anywhere on the bill, right? Hmm. It's 
but it's great because you're promoting this new actor, right? The boy with Down syndrome, great. Shia LaBeouf is obviously a big name too. To go to Johnson's a, a fairly large name as well, at least recognizable. And Thomas Hayden Church has been around. I like him a lot anyways. <laughs> but it's like, oh, he's in it too? I mean, he's pretty wildly, but I mean, Barenthal's in a lot of things and he's pretty popular. So I thought it was kind of funny. So I'm like, good, because he usually plays. He has a habit of that. I've seen him in a lot of movies. He plays kind of a second or third guy. I mean, he, he he's in a lot of good shows, too, as well. I mean, The Punisher Show and Walking Dead, he was great and stuff, too. But to see him do a lot of good seen, movies. I haven't seen any of The Punisher. It, it was really it, it made it, they didn't make a third season, which I didn't think they would do. The first season was was good. Um, really good. I enjoyed it. Second season was probably on par. Like it wasn't better or worse. I like you for a second season. He actually did, I think, the best job so far that we've seen playing that character. Which is, you know, he's kind of an odd character, anyways. The Punisher's an odd character. Like to try to okay, we're gonna do this. Think better than Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) Oh God, don't get me started. That wasn't even his fault. Thomas Jane did a pretty decent job in in the original and the second one. They you know the first true Punisher with the. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, I know. It's still Dolph. You know, talk about screwing a movie up. It's not even his fault. I mean, Dolph Lundgren, I like anyways. By the way, he's what, literally what a rocket scientist. Up? Yeah, I well, know just, he is. He's a, he is. He has a, he has a, is it a yeah. master's? Yeah. Uh, he's like he's a not, physicist, I, too, I or something. PhD. He has Close. A, sorry. Yeah. He has a degree in chemical engineering. <laughs> there we go. And yeah. a master's in chemical engineering. Seriously. Yeah. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. Has, and I like he, him anyway. He's a he, great guy. When you listen to him talk, oh, he, like, has oh a, guy. he has a rank of third Dan mm-hmm. black belt. In oh, wow. Kyo Pretty interesting guy, karate. actually. And was European champion. He's a I, very interesting guy. Oh, oh he's he a girl. Was, you know, what do you remember as? He, uh, uh, for me... For, for me, my memory is always the uh, the Russian boxer in Rocky Four. Yeah, I remember that, and then I remember when he was in one of a James Bond movie. He for I think his first role he was I think his first was either James Bond or it was Rocky. It was right after running right after the other. I think Rocky was right after the James Bond because wait, was, hold on a second. He was in a James Bond movie, one of the you know was his first movie I think. But oh yeah, he's so a he was yeah. in a View to a Kill. View to a Kill, I think. Was it a view to a kill? Yeah, just like, yeah. just a moment. Yeah, again, not not a major role, but you know, obviously, Rocky was the big moment that you saw him. Rocky, and, and then, then he uh, was yeah. uh, he was He Man. He was, which was actually not a bad movie. Yeah, okay. There's a great documentary on on Masters of the Universe too on Netflix called uh, Power of Grayskull. It was really cool to watch. Hmm. Talks about the inception of of the toy the concepts behind it and all the people who created it. And it was really, it's, it's like an hour, an hour and 20 minutes, but it's very interesting, you know, just to kind of see, cause that was our growing up was that age group, you know, of that. So it was kind of interesting, but yeah, but when you talk about Dolph Lundgren and Punisher, I'm like, they screwed it up because the most, like, what is the most iconic, even if you don't know anything about him, what is the most iconic bit about the Punisher? He has a gun. Besides that. The skull. There you go. The skull on the shirt or the skull on the on body armor, that in the front. And that's that's his trademark. And they never did anything like that in the movie. And I don't know if they just couldn't trademark it at the time, right? Or they, they couldn't get the rights to it, so they kind of went around it. But they named the movie The Punisher, so they weren't being sly. But yeah, it wasn't until we saw Thomas Jane kind of sport it for the first time. But Barenthal's TV depiction was by far the grittiest and by far the most raw. 
and kind of really embodied, I think, a pretty good... They didn't. They obviously did some stuff do from you, the comic you, books. Do but. you mean just that the skull wasn't on him? At all. Anywhere. Like, there wasn't even, like... I mean, that... If you're gonna bust out the character... And granted, this was in, I think, the 80s? Late 80s? Yeah. Around that? Maybe 80, early 90s? What does it say? Definitely 80s. Here, 89. 89. Late, late 80s, early 90s. Okay, late 80s. Yeah, the most iconic piece. That's almost like having Captain America without a shield. Just because these are what these characters were known for. So part of what that character is and why it was so menacing was the whole skull look and that on the shirt, right? That was the thing. And they didn't even do anything like that in the the first movie at all. So he was he rode a bike, he was gritty, but he rode a bike. Black t-shirt, didn't have the skull on it, just really wasn't I mean, it just, it didn't really do anything. And then once you hit Thomas Jane's version, which was, was, was good, he did a very good job. The movie itself wasn't bad at all. But the, the new, you know, and they made a Punisher Warzone after that with Ray Stevenson, I think, played it. And he did actually, I think, a pretty darn good job, too. He kind of felt more real of, like, the comic book Frank Castle. And then Barenthal, I think, it's kind of a mold. A little bit of comic book him and obviously what he brought to it. But the look he gives, I mean, he looks like a guy who could be that. Like, you look at him and go, he's kind of gruff looking, and it's like, oh, he, he fit it perfectly. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. I don't really like the Marvel TV shows. I'm not usually a fan. I was a fan of that. But I'm also biased. It's my favorite character. So, you know. Yeah, the punch is kind of a pussy anyway, right? So Yeah, you know, he's kind of whacked out. What are you going to do? <laughs> but it was good. I knew they wouldn't. I mean, it didn't bother me. They didn't make a third season. The two were, both of them were really good, and... You know, I could actually see him translating that onto the actual, onto an actual movie. Like, I could see him going, okay, them going, okay, we want to bring him into the Marvel Universe now with everybody else like they're doing in the next bits. I could totally see him crossing over. Because, number one, he's a movie guy as well. It makes sense. But it fits. So, hopefully they do it. If not, they don't. But, we'll see. Yeah, it's one... Uh... He's he's a very weird. He's one of those characters. Yeah, no, and that's it. He's kind of an obscure character, but it's kind of like Venom. He's an obscure character that people just really took on to. You know, it's kind of kind of weird, but they just have these specific factions of followers of these specific characters. Like I'm a huge Punisher fan. That's like my thing. But I love the Marvel. But that I just like that character. That's what I wanted my tattoos of. For gosh sakes, but (laughs) you know. But uh, you know, and everybody's got their. The likes, like the Spider-Man group and the Captain America, all that stuff. So it's, it's fun. It's well, fun. The, well, the best is Wolverine, and he's Canadian, oh, yeah. so there you go. <laughs> Hugh Jackman? No, Wolverine himself. The character. Oh, literally, yes, the character itself. Yes, he was Canadian. Absolutely. Yeah. The badass character. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like how like each movie that went along with him as Wolverine mm-hmm. just got like like more and more sort of fantastical about sort of his his abilities because in the oh, yeah. first one it's like yeah he's just he's a brawler and he's got the claws and he's just kind of yeah, so but that was the whole point yeah yeah the healing the healing yeah. and strength sort of but that was a great actually that's the one where i hope that they don't eventually recast him because I, Hugh Jackman had played it for so long and i thought he did a, a really good job especially evolving with the character and as yep. he aged, Logan was, first, was a wonderful was movie. Fir- yeah, when was the first mm-hmm. year that he did it? Was oh gosh, it had to have been in the in the in the nineties. I mean, he you're talking a long. He's done. I'm looking it up right now. 
he's done this for. No, me. I don't think it was '90s, but it was definitely early 2000s. Uh, it, it was the original X Men, I think. Two thousand. It was the very first. It was two thousand. Yeah, the Brian Singer one was two thousand. Uh, yeah, they had the Wolver, the Wolverine. That was. I mean, that is almost twenty years ago. Well, yeah, he he basically yeah he played the role for in essence twenty years. Yeah, because Logan was a little two years ago. Yeah, great, great movie, and wonderfully great? really great. Oh, I loved it. Loved great, it. Great though. Loved it. Great. great? Absolutely great. I can I could I enjoyed it, but I don't know that it's it was a great. great movie. I think it's great. What made for it many great? reasons. I, I think it, it accurately. De- well, first, it was definitely very different than yes. yeah. what all the all the other X Men movies and any any his playing it because you know obviously he's playing it a different time period. Cinematographic wise, cinematography wise, I thought it was great. Um, the, the the actual the storyline was was interesting. Um, the introduction of X twenty three was interesting, of course. Um, the the fi- I, I like the concept, you know, with an old Professor X and then him being aged and he's breaking down and all that stuff. Yeah. But also, I thought it was just very fi- it was filmed very good as well. It didn't feel like it felt kind of like I, almost like a noir movie, but not really because it obviously wasn't black and white. But they did it. The thing is, on the when we bought the video on the DVD. The DVD, when you buy it, actually comes with a black and white version if you wanted to watch it, which is kind of cool. I didn't watch it in black and white, but it was neat. Well, I'm like, should. that's a neat idea. Yeah, I should maybe, but I, I, I just, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was just a kind of a I fitting agree with you. Tr- I, I tribute enjoy, him. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I, and in terms of his but not involvement, great. it's not like great. In ter- no, in terms, of, no, in terms of Wolverine movies, they're great because there was only three of them. There was the first Wolverine movie they did, which was okay, and they had Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool at the end. It was terrible. That one's terrible. That was terrible. The The Wolverine movie it was in Japan was decent. Wasn't great. Decent. So I'm comparing it to those. I'm not comparing it to just X-Men the, in general. Well, no, and then there's another one, isn't there? There was... No, I think there was Wolverine Origins, which was god-awful. Yeah. Um, and then there was... I'm looking it up. Then there was... And I'm talking about just standalone Wolverine. Yes. Um, hold on, Wolverine. Yeah, there was. Okay, so we have X Men Origins, which was what I was talking about. That was in 2009. Uh, the Wolverine was 2013. That's where he was in Asia, and that is the only standalone with him in a movie, big screen movie. Then came Logan in 2017. So those are the three true Hugh Jackman individual Wolverine movies. And compared to those those movies, it's by far, it's great. <laughs> it's great. You know, but I would put it up in terms of the X-Men movies, uh, very good. Well, it, yeah, there's yeah. no question. I just... Yeah. And again, it's it's a, you know, again, it's like everything. It's wine. It's your taste. You know, some people they think it was great. Some people think it was good. I mean, we're talking... Splitting hairs here, probably on a lot of reasons. Oh, yeah. So, but, you know, like, I, I, I liked when he did the X-Men Days of the Future Past. I, I like as he got older with the the, the character, the, he kind of looked more like what you'd expect Wolverine to really look like. Except for the fact that he was quite taller. <laughs> the character, you know, in the original comic books was like 5'2 or 5'3. But he weighed like 400, 500 pounds because of the, the armor or the, the metal. Yeah. So that's why. He was like a Wolverine. It was this little strong crazy guy but you know Hugh Jackman is fairly tall I mean 5'10 what 6 feet so yeah is he that tall 
I think he's like six. I think he's barely. I think he, if anything, I think he's pushing, you know, barely. He's probably barely six feet, but he's not five two, <laughs> you know, like the character originally. So, yeah, I think I'm going to look it up. Jack. Mm-hmm. Height. Well, thank you for giving it to me in metric, which means, <laughs> which means you're fucking shit. 1.88 <laughs> meters. 6'2. Yeah, he's tall. Yeah, it's pretty. That's, I mean, that's pretty tall. I mean, the average the average size for male, I guess, is five ten, and I'm five ten. You're what six two? Yeah, I yeah, thought so. Six two. Yeah, six two, six three. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds six two. Keanu Reeves six one. Actually, he's taller than I thought he was. But again, it's all splitting hairs, right? It's like when you see a basketball player and they're all like six eight to six ten, and then you see like somebody like Mike Bibby back in the day, and he's a point guard, but he's still like six one, six two. You're like. Still yeah. pretty tall. <laughs> well, it's like Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson mm-hmm. six feet tall. Yeah, and he doesn't like, look like he it. He looks though. like a freaking midget out there. Yeah, he does. He looks like he's five five, and he's like you stand him measure taller than me. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's like Steph Curry, right? Like he's tiny, and Steph yeah. Curry's six one two. Yeah, and again, I think he's six one or six two. But I mean, yeah, it's still. I mean, and again, from a normal human being size, that's tall. But it's like we were. Susan was watching the. She watches Survivor on you know just the all the old ones like on cbs so she goes back and just what when she's working so she just has a playing and she's like who's this guy you know this is like i don't know how long ago five or six years ago two maybe it's two or three years ago now he looks familiar and she's like you'll know and it was guy who played for the kings for a while and the, uh, scott pollard i think it's scott pollard is oh yeah scott, yeah scott, and i like it. he's a interesting uh, guy scott yeah. pollard that's mr pollard's son right <laughs> yeah mr pollard <laughs> yeah that's his he, dad right yeah, yeah totally Okay. He played for Kansas and then he played for the Boston and he played for Kings for quite a while. And then, but anyways, that's why she recognized him because she's like, why does he look so nice? It's because he played for the Kings for like five years. I go, and he was very interesting. He like come out and he was kind of like the second team guy, right? You'd have your first five come out and he's like going to come in and spell Weber for a little bit. But he's kind of more, he's not nearly, wasn't Chris Weber. Often he was basically the bruiser, (laughs) right? He comes in and he had kind of the samurai hair bun up the top. And, you know, I was like, that's him. She goes, well, how tall is he? (laughs) 6'11". And 6'11 on Survivor. Because she's like, look at him sit down at the tribal council and he like folds in half when he sits down. I'm like, yeah, he's like 6'11". 6'11 is... That's that's yeah. It's basically seven feet. I that's mean, r- seven that's feet. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, well, and to give you an idea of how tall seven feet is, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the exact numbers. So you have to pardon me that, but I think it was if you know someone in the U.S. who is seven feet tall, mm-hmm. there's a one in six chance. I think it's one in six that they play mm-hmm. in the NBA. There's that. That's few, fair. There's the, yeah. There's but, that few. There's right. that few of people that are seven feet tall that that are seven feet tall and athletic no but i'm saying you know. just in general right right Across, but they're maybe. but they're including and they're including these people that are seven feet tall that yeah. aren't athletic so you're saying yeah this is including those people yeah. as well just, so yeah yeah that's how that's, that's how actually rare being a seven footer is yeah is that you have a one in six chance of like when you're, that's, that's why like, when they talk to these kids that grow up and they're always like, look at this kid. He's like in grade school and he's like six, six. I'm like, well, he's going to maybe be a seven footer and he's going to be one of the group. So, that's right. but you're right. But when every guy in a basketball court is averaging six, six or usually higher on an average, it all just gets lost until, until you see him when you go stand next to him until you like walk down on the floor after a game and see everybody walking around. You're like, geez, <laughs> you know, it's like, man, that guy's tall. 
Yeah, the tallest. And me kid. being five ten, everybody, almost everybody I know is taller than me, like men, guys wise. I have like most of my friends are like six two or six four guys. It's kind of funny, including you, including myself. <laughs> yeah, the we had, a, we had a guy I graduated high school with that was six eleven. Mm. Yeah. And I remember thinking 6'6 six, six was tall. I mean, it is tall, but I mean, my it buddy is. in high school was 6'6. Six, six, and I remember thinking, man, and he played basketball, of course, but I'm like, God, you know, he's he's just tall. And you don't realize that, you know, you're talking, now you're talking seven footer. You're talking almost almost five inches over that, which is, you know, height wise is a lot. <laughs> it's yeah. like, man, that's a big guy. I saw a video the other day and it was funny. It was. It was one of those clips on, on Instagram, and it was a kid taking his prom date, and the kid was like probably, he had to have been, I don't know, 5'7", five, 5'6", five, in his prom date, like they show him show up, and it had to be for a TV show, but it was a cute little bit, because his prom date was this girl, and I think she was like 16 or 17, and she's like 6'6", six, six or 6', no, she's like 6'7", six, or 6'8". And her whole family's like that. Like the dad opens the door. Dad's fairly short. I would say dad's probably, I don't know, 6'2", because mom was about 6'8". And they showed the parents waiting for her to walk downstairs. And this kid is standing next to him. And he saw, and I turned my head, and all I saw was hips. <laughs> hips. <laughs> and these guys were huge. And all the, the two brothers were like 6'10", 6'9". But yeah, the, the, the daughter who was going to prom, she was like, I think at least 6'7". And uh, it was just a funny little bit, and it wasn't it wasn't comedic. It was just it was cute, but it was like, oh man, this kid's short. But he was like just in heaven. Like he's like, she looked beautiful. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, she's got to be self conscious being six nine and being like sixteen or seventeen. You know, I had friends in high school when I or college when I went to college, and you know, she was six 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 seven, played basketball, she's a big girl, great, like just awesome person. But man, it's tall. <laughs> yeah. it's definitely tall and it it's feels taller tall. on women because you're just not used like you kind of used to seeing tall guys that even though they're tall and you're like man they're tall you're just not i mean unless you're like Shaq, you're probably like it's a tall guy but you probably don't lose it but when you see a tall girl like that it takes you back a bit not in a bad way it's just whoa yeah it's, just, <laughs> it's surprising right it's surprising that's all yeah so wow well i think we hit about the hour mark haven't we we are over the hour mark. Okay. So we are at like it, an yeah. hour and 15. Oh, there we go. All right. And we've uh, covered nothing We substance. covered political correctness a little bit, just kind of dabbled in it. <laughs> right. And then, uh, yeah, which, you know, gosh, it's like everything. There's so much to you could unpack with that, but uh, which I'm sure we will at a later date in different times. Like everything, it kind of all goes together at some point. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, and then we talked about, obviously, you know, a new advertiser, new advertiser, that'll be good. For a sponsor, we'll call it sponsor, a sorry, sponsor. Sponsor, sorry, sponsor, for an advert, six, for an advert. six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's all got to start somewhere. You Quite know, frankly, I, th- I, I actually think we overachieved with that, to be honest with you. I think we certainly <laughs> overachieved with that. Um, uh, we need to, we need to remind people, like, mm-hmm to subscribe if you're listening subscribe mm-hmm. to this right. um give us a review oh yeah we 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 have somebody that did a review but it's not a review and i told them like that's not a review they just made a comment like that was like part of what was it and they're like oh you guys talked about potato chips 
And then they're you know, like, that's not a review. That's a statement. <laughs> right. But then they're like, I wanted to share with you my recent experience in the weird, basically when they were in uh, China mm-hmm. uh-huh. and Singapore and they had weird flavors of chips. I'm like, great. What do you think of our podcast? <laughs> Four people have rated us. Five oh, out, really? That's five, three more than I thought would have. Really? And one of them's not my mom, so that's one okay. Not, probably one of them is my mom, so. <laughs> if it is, thanks, mom. Yeah. Well, the review is from my mom. That's why, that's why I was able to give her shit. <laughs> oh, for. You were like, that's not a review. That's, that's that, not yeah. a review. It's a fucking comment. I mean, it's an interesting comment. Well, again, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. I mean, It's hilarious. It? That uh, the only flavors of potato chips are salted egg or fish skin or a combination of both. So I think yeah. that kind of falls under the statement category. Yeah, it, it's a statement, but and it's not even a statement about our podcast. Yeah. So, oh, here's a podcast that you got to mm-hmm. check out. So I sent you a clip of, I can't remember what it was, but it was from their podcast. And I started listening to them and it's called mm-hmm. My Brother, My Brother and Me. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's three. I don't. Even, I haven't even looked up if they're famous or they mm-hmm. do anything beyond this podcast. It sounds to me like when I'm listening to it that they do. But my brother, my brother, and me, and it's the Maco McElroy brothers, and it's Griffin. I can remember that one easily. Travis mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Justin, I think. Mm-hmm. It's super funny. It's like they're thirty, forty minute episodes, and. They're just like their humor is definitely like, you know, definitely off in left field, off kilter. Oh, oh yeah. it's always they're, the best kind. Yeah, they're, you, you, yeah. Check it out, my brother, my brother, and me. They're super funny guys. I th- I've heard it. I've actually heard of it. it I hadn't heard familiar. of it before. Somebody I know suggested it to me, so okay. I've been, I'm into episode eight or nine now. Okay, it's, it's it. You know, again, it's pretty. There's so many, so much stuff, and I realize you know even like with ours being right. one of it in there that, you know, I've suggested people and I know they listen, like there's a few people I know that listen to a ton of podcasts and it's like, you know, you, you know, you give them ours and, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to put that in their, yeah. in their playlist, or in their playlist and it's sort of their, you know, group of them. I mean, if we're only recording once a week, I mean, there's some, there's some of them that, right. Some do podcasts all the time. Bill Burr's is really good. I do enjoy his, actually. Yeah, I listen Monday, to quite a few What of does his. he call it? The Monday Morning Podcast? The Monday Morning Podcast. And then yeah. he does one on Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's, he's just great anyways. Well, he's super he, funny. Yeah. He's, so funny. he's just super funny, but I mean, it's, it, you know, he's one of those guys that can translate on a podcast because he's super funny, but it's still like feeling like you're sitting down listening to just having a conversation because yeah. his humor and, just seems like as a part of a normal conversation, he doesn't seem like he's doing a bit. Which is just a good comic. He's yeah, just he's, good at doing that. Yeah, that's so. right. He's and he's not doing a bit. He's just talking. No, but he's just, just talking, which is just, funny. He has a sharp wit. And mm-hmm. he, he's he's an interesting guy. Yeah. Um, how he does it solo, having done. He, a, yeah, he does it. Yeah. Yeah, having done a couple solo ones now, mm-hmm. I realize it's how. Yeah, it's not easy at all. I mean, you did solo for three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. You know, but yeah, Bill Bill Burr in general. I mean, I listen. Yeah, I listen to his regular stuff. But yeah, I've I've, I've caught his podcasts 
just because I find him interesting anyways. And he's just somebody I would – he's like you said, a guy you could talk you want to listen to. Like I like – and I think Gervais is starting one too. And he's – I like him No, he had one lot. before. Oh, uh, he, yeah, he has one now with his buddies now. He started it and he was doing – a whole bunch of different kind of people would come on and it's kind of evolved into – you know, some of, you know, his comedic friends that are on there, but they talk about normal stuff. It's not like all just about being bits and stuff, but, um, right. I just like him in general. <laughs> he had a great thing. I watched him last night talk about, cause he was talking about uh, Stephen Colbert. He was talking about God because Colbert is religious, but he's like, I want to talk to you. Do you know, like, what about God? Cause you know, Gervais is a proclaimed he's an atheist. Right. And, yeah. but you know, he's always pull. I mean, look, he, you know, he's like, all of us, I, I, I'm not necessarily believing in a God, but I don't care that you People do. It doesn't bother me. You know, it's fine. But Colbert says something about, well, how do you know science is fact? How do you know science is real? Like, like you're just taking Stephen Hawking's word for it? And he goes, well, here's my way of explaining it. It's probably the best explanation I've ever heard. He goes, you could take every fiction book, and that includes, he says, that includes your Bible. <laughs> it's funny. But he's like, all your Bibles and every, destroy all of them. Just, we, we gather up every one that's ever been made fiction as well as religious books and burn them just get rid of them in a thousand years those books would not come back exactly the same he goes science books you could go ahead and burn every one of them in a thousand years through trial and error science will come back to the same general conclusion yeah so, I've heard him say, i'm like how, this how, how very smart actually <laughs> yeah i've heard that not just from him but in some mm-hmm. other, like yeah science is just a is and how did i hear somebody else put it Mm-hmm. Um, science is just a documentation right. of what's out there. Right. It's, it's just yeah. the figuring out of right. what exists. Right. Right. Um, and you use a method to get to it, the scientific method and mm-hmm. whatnot. Sure. So, the, so a scientific text or a scientific journal or right. whatever yeah. is just, if anything, it's, it's just a documentation of, mm-hmm. right? Here's a yeah. here's a here's what we figured out or learned or observed or whatever mm-hmm. through and this X and Y and you know, yeah, yeah this is you know this is what we got right and you're right like you know like in a thousand years or ten thousand years right you know we would if we had to you know kind of reset right. sure and that's kind of where he was going with it obviously yeah. Toy, it yeah, was I've heard, I've heard yeah. him say that and i've heard it yeah. in some other ways as well and it's and it's a it very and it's again it's not a you know and he's having this conversation it's not a knock because they weren't having a knock conversation they were having a true genuine interesting conversation you know about that's it right. and i enjoy those because it wasn't about you know right or wrong it was well this is you know i believe this and this and colbert's vice versa this this and and again it's just it's very interesting to have somebody explain it that way because i'd never heard that before and i went you know what that's a really good explanation of a reasoning behind that yep you know yeah you have a fictional book it disappears it's never existed or whatever it's never going to be the same again in thousand years from now that's right it won't get right. re- it won't get recreated exactly the same, exactly the same <laughs> right. or that was the key maybe maybe you know. even close right sure yeah so that's that yeah interesting that's our little bit of foray into religion <laughs> oh my Which lasted god lasted like a minute and a half oh we will we'll have some good ones oh we will <laughs> you know we'll i'm getting into that one that'll be an interesting one or ones because it's generally never simple. That one is not simple. That is a oh no, it's not across different religions and different contexts and why you're talking about it and 
so on and so forth. Mm-hmm, sure. All right. Well, hey, listen. That was a good. That was a good chat. Yeah, I I agree, and I really appreciate it. I'm I'm actually realizing I'm uh, starting to fade fast. I yeah. I, I didn't get much sleep over the last week, having changed my schedule back to getting to the gym. That's right. So to I get the gym. Three thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. So even tomorrow, three thirty. It's almost eleven, and I'm getting up at three thirty. So that's what about four uh, and a half hours yeah. of sleep I'll get. That yeah, doesn't seem good. It's seems, not good. It seems like that's a bad choice. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. All right, so let's sign cool. off. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. And again, yeah. can you go and and rate it? Even if it's a, we hope it's better than a one. Hope it's a four or a five in your mind. Yeah, but do whatever. And then, um, you know, review it, subscribe, um, send it to your friends. Mm-hmm. Send a link for this. Maybe you do it in iTunes. Yeah. I, well, actually, no, iTunes is dying. Apple Podcasts. Yes, Apple Podcasts Google as well as Spotify. Podcasts, Spotify. iHeartRadio. Overcast. Yeah. Oh, Overcast as we asked. There we go. Yeah. So A lot of available platforms, so no excuses. All of them. Well, no excuses. We will find you and there will be tests. <laughs> Fuck, that means I'd have to listen to it again. I know I'd have to do, I'd have to study my own stuff because I don't even remember half the stuff we talk okay. about. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot. We appreciate the listen.